welcome to Hot Pipes. Hi, I'm Steve Ashley, and for the next half hour, I'll be exploring how eight artists use the ubiquitous toy counter that was such an important part of silent film accompaniment, but which seems to have fallen into disuse by so many today. My opener uses one of the rarest of features of these instruments, a real accordion. Sam, the old accordion man. The late Bill Langford playing the real accordion from the console of the Wurlitzer in the Aldi Pizza Joint San Lorenzo in Northern California in 1970. Bill Vlasek certainly wasn't averse to using the toy counter on the Wurlitzer in the Paramount Music Palace, Indianapolis. On the 1956 instrumental Port au Prince, he uses the xylophone, drums and other effects which would have been very visible to the patrons of the pizza restaurant since the various percussive units were spotlighted outside the pipe chambers. Thank you. 
The Chicago Stadium hockey and baseball fans wouldn't have seen any of the Barton organ, but they certainly heard the massive sound in that arena, which was the largest indoor structure on the planet when it opened in 1929. Al Melgard was the house organist for decades, recording many LPs, first for the Replica and Halifax labels, and later for Audio Fidelity in groundbreaking stereo. Goofers gives good indication of the pipe acoustics, punctuated by expeditious use of the xylophone. Percussive effects usually include real castanets, which are sometimes used for tangos, which isn't strictly correct for Argentinian music, but they can add an air of authenticity to Latin American rhythms in general, as you'll hear on this track of Tangerine with Bill Floyd and the Willitzer in the Bird Theatre, Richmond, Virginia. Also listen out for the xylophone in the middle passage. Thank you. 
One of the first venues to locate the toy counter outside the chambers was the Old Town Music Hall in El Segundo, Los Angeles. The hammers are also painted in Dayglow colours for added effect. Uh, Bill Kaufman, one of the co-owners, recorded this arrangement of Scott Joplin's The Ragtime Dance for an LP release featuring pianist Nocky Parker and a number of those effects, including the glockenspiel and xylophone, and ending with the bird whistle. One of my favourite non-pipe sounds on these instruments is the vibraphone, also known as the vibraharp, which is basically a xylophone with resonators and a motor-driven valve to produce a vibrato. 
One of the clearest examples that I have is this Gus Farney recording of Crying for the Carolines, which he recorded in 1960 for Warner Brothers on the Wurlitzer well, in the Organ Loft Salt Lake City. So far, we've not heard much of the infamous tune Bird Whistles, which are relatively rare on theatre pipes. This wonderful track of Cuckoo in the Nest by Sidney Torch gets those birds singing out, along with many other effects on the Christie in the Regal Cinema Edmonton, London in 1933. The restoration of the shellac side by Sterndale shows what can be achieved with cedar noise reduction processing.
The undisputed king of the toy counter has to be Leon Berry, who was the resident organist at the Hub roller skating rink in Chicago's north side for many years. His crisp, punctuated rhythms would have been wonderful for the skaters in the noisy rink, although some of his recordings sound over the top to modern ears. Remembering, though, that he was catering to both skaters and the burgeoning stereo recording market puts tracks such as the Third Man theme into perspective.
Leon Berry and Anton Karras's third man theme, featuring the Wurlitzer in the Hub roller skate rink, which operated from 1950 to 1974 and then continued as the Axel until October 1985. The site is now a shopping mall. Time for me to go, so until next week, at the same time, this is goodbye from Steve Ashley and Hot Pipes. <laughs>